0: Well, cheers, bitches.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey. Oh, oh, oh. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hello, par Welcome. Welcome back to Women Can't Parlay. I'm Rainey. I'm Jess. Oh. Coming Good back day. at you with another wonderful week of sports, mainly just football. Yeah, mainly football. We have
0: a special guest this week that we're both excited about, and you will be too.
1: Just a mere couple days before Christmas, so we're going to be a bit out of sync this week. So forgive us if we change it up a little bit. And who knows, maybe this will be a quick episode. We'll yeah, see. I was going
0: to say probably less tangenting. So you're welcome ahead <laughs> of time.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I doubt it.
0: This is our longest non-penalty box streak. Like the Cowboys have their longest streak of the season. As far okay. as I know, we don't have a penalty. Yeah, last week.
1: I don't have one. Austin, uh, do you have? for us from
0: last episode yeah what did no, you
2: screw up? i've listened to all of them so far and, and I've, i think y'all played a pretty clean game last week so kudos to y'all
1: we're error free okay well we'll just move right on into college to get started and joining us this week is our very very good friend and brother-in-law yeah <laughs> yes. coachman
2: hi guys thank you so so much for having me on and uh hopefully i i can only add to this incredible show and uh thank you so much for having me on and and uh i'm looking forward to some fun
1: <gasps> i can't wait yeah. um anyway what on. are we having to like pay you to be on here
0: oh yeah for sure it's what
1: what, what debt do we owe now
0: that's true we do owe a debt <laughs>
1: so first up we're going to talk about you know obviously all the championship games this week um, uh, first up will be clemson notre dame ACC championship?
0: Yeah, Um, maybe that's a penalty box because I actually did think that was going to be a decent game.
1: (laughs) No shit, same. I definitely thought this was going to be a way better game. Notre Dame kind of came out strong in the first, um, but really once the Tigers got going, it was pretty much over. The Irish couldn't really make anything happen after that. I think we can now definitely see the difference Trevor Lawrence makes. They met up in the past, but that was when he was out with COVID. So the outcome was different then.
2: Yeah I thought I thought that it was uh it was not a game I, you know you watch the first 5 minutes of the game I think you, you felt really strong about what Notre Dame did. They forced two turnovers and uh yeah. and the problem with that is they come away for three points in the first drive and then force I think they, they throw a, a Lawrence throws a pick inside of zone forty and Notre Dame can't convert and it's a long field goal and, and uh, like y'all ladies just said it was was church after that. But you can't fault Notre Dame coming out hot. They just didn't get anything going. And I think one of the things that I didn't realize the first time they played, I think the narrative was that Trevor Lawrence didn't play and that they and that Notre Dame was uh, you know, benefactors of some really good Timing, uh, COVID—you never want anybody to get sick, but that was pretty good timing for Notre Dame. But no one—and maybe y'all knew this—no one knew that that T. Higgins didn't play for Clemson, which uh, he plays linebacker for Clemson. He's the—he's uh, number forty-seven. And for all intents and purposes, you know, we're big Cowboys fans here. He's your Sean Lee. He's your—yeah. You know, going back, I'm dating myself here, but he's your Dat Win. I mean, he's your Jalen Smith. <laughs> he, he's your Leighton vanderash He—you uh, t- know—they—they they say he's the quarterback of the defense. I, I think that that is really understated. Yeah. In a game where. They held Notre Dame, who is, and I can't remember the kid's the kid's name, but their quarterback is really talented. And I'm probably overstating this, but he's probably the closest thing I've seen to, to Manziel in terms of how he moves in the pocket, this quick release. Really good things, and, and Clemson was able to, to nullify him pretty good. So. That would be my two cents.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, super good info. And I, I do think that defense is always underrated. We've had those conversations and us try to do better at that as well because, you know, offense is enticing and it's, it's what's happening. But, I mean, really when you think about it, I don't know, defense is a reactive position and that's always harder than, you know, the plan.
1: But anyway. So the only other thing I had is just that, you know, obviously Notre Dame, they still have a good enough record to make the college football playoffs, which is – Somewhat of a
2: bit of contention
1: at this point with probably some of those A and M fans like Austin over there. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, anything anything I have to say, you got you got to take with a with a grain of salt. It's probably you know painted maroon and white, but <laughs> like like we said earlier, Notre Dame is a benefactor of, of playing a really good a really good year. They played great defense. They played offense when needed to. They grounded out games. They played at Rutgers, I don't know, five or six weeks ago, granted that game out. So kudos to them for, for doing what they did, but obviously the benefactors of uh of some really good timing and, and they took advantage of
1: it. Do you have a bigger issue with Notre
2: Dame being in over AM or Ohio State? Uh, I have at first I have I have a big issue with anybody being in over AM. obviously uh, Alabama and Clemson, they're they're your no-brainers, but I think there's so many things came into the, the Ohio State and Clemson, uh shooting Ohio State and, and Notre Dame and AM deal, uh, you could probably hit this thing from, from a COVID standpoint. You could hit it from a, you know, a Big Ten standpoint. I personally think the Big Ten is the blame here. I don't think it's Ohio State's fault they're in. Fair. And, and obviously, you look at it from a and standpoint, you're the, best, you're the best year they've ever had in the SEC. You've got tons of momentum. You played a full schedule. Uh, and the, the game you couldn't play uh, I think was a old Miss team that backed out two weeks ago because of COVID. But sure. I think if you're a fan or you're a coach or you're anybody on staff, at any of those schools, I think you have a you have a right to say we deserve to be in there, and I think it's fun to look at it from each team's perspective, sure, to break that down.
1: Yeah, thinking of Ohio State, they will be next up. in Ohio State Northwestern Big Ten Championship. Thought this was kind of a similar story of the last game we talked about. Um, Northwestern came out looking really great, held Ohio State for quite a large portion of the game. A lot of big plays for their defense. They led Ohio State going into the third. Honestly, neither of them were really able to make anything happen offensively for most of the game. And then Ohio State finally did, you know, have some plays and and came out victorious. But I wasn't impressed with their performance at all in this game. Like, I think a few big plays swung the game and Northwestern 1000% could have taken this one home. Yeah, definitely could have gone either way. I was that. Um, yeah, if it, it, was it no wasn't way. for Trey Sermon, um, who had an outstanding game there for Ohio State, I don't know that they would have won.
2: It was kind of a shit show of a game in terms of... It was a quagmire. I think it was 13-7 you know northwestern and you said the start of the third quarter i think they held it halfway through the third quarter man. yeah they it did was-
1: yeah it took a very long time for ohio to make anything really happen and they both very much had pretty embarrassing red zone opportunities i think um, yeah. the one difference was like northwestern's defense was really doing well i thought a lot more impressive than ohio state's side
2: turning point in the game for me was ohio state does something great like they 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 had back-to-back roughing the passers, and then there's a pass interference, and they gave Northwestern the ball like at the Ohio State 25 with six minutes left with a six-point lead, and they they basically pissed it away and uh, end up I think attempting a 50-yard field goal, which whatever, and then Ohio State comes back and, and obviously wins the game. But I was hoping, you know, as an A&M fan, I bring it back to the A&M always and forever. <laughs> I was hoping that what both games, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Ohio State, Northwestern, what happened would happen is that you hope that. Ohio State, you know, steps on themselves versus Northwestern, which is what they did. Then you hope Notre Dame gets freaking, you know, killed by Clemson, which is what happened as well. I don't know from an AM perspective if you could have asked anything better outside of a Northwestern win or a Clemson win by sixty. But uh no, it right. it, it really, really worked it really worked out uh for Ohio State. They stepped it on they stepped on it in the fourth quarter and uh and did what they had to do. So
1: Yeah, yeah. Still that I agree that they deserve to be in the college football playoff but here we
0: are. like a larger population of people that feel that way than don't
1: yeah we'll see how their game against Clemson goes that should be very telling yeah
2: so what a, a fun thing to talk about because you it's really and I'm, and I'm tiptoeing on a, a fine line here Jess because <laughs> well and the way it's going to come out is that I'm I'm pro I'm pro play football regardless of what's going on with the pandemic but but here's what happened is that the Big Ten came out early and said, we're not going to play football. Right. They wanted their their friends to, to say the same thing. And basically, as y'all know, and you've talked about on your podcast, the ACC, the, the SEC and the Big 12 basically just. You know, lock lockstep or whatever you, whatever word you say they they mm-hmm. fell in line and they did their own thing and, and, and the big tens right now is getting are they're getting the benefits of basically seeing how the acc the sec and the big 12 did, did things, things yeah. so it's they the AC, they you talk about these three conferences that went ahead and had a plan you know they were prepared for failure too this is what it's going to look like this is how we're going to do things and the big 10 said we're going to sit in the sidelines And to be honest with you, I I wasn't a big fan of that. Fall in line and and let's. Right. I don't think
1: many were.
2: Right. And Uh, so. And I think
1: it was because of the backlash, too, that they knew they were ultimately going to get that they finally changed their mind. But by the time they did that, they wasted too much time. So they had no time, no room for error whatsoever this season. And unfortunately, there was COVID issues that really impacted everything that went
2: down. I think, that's a, I think that's a great point, the no room for air. And I even think the SEC is probably at fault for some of this too. Looking back in hindsight's 2020, is that you know there's going to be, we're in a pandemic, you know there's going to be outbreaks, you know this is going right. to happen, but the Big exactly. Ten started so late, they didn't have any room for air. And I yeah. thought the SEC personally could have done a better job right. by building in another bye week. I, you know, from an, yeah. again, from an AM and m perspective, probably, yeah. I'd like to see them play that old Miss game, because that's one more game they played uh, that could have, whatever, maybe swayed all of a sudden. that was, was a good.
1: big, a big yeah. miss for their, you know, for those entire conversation
2: if you're an Ohio State fan or an alum you're going we didn't get COVID three opponents bailed out on us right we're, nine, we're eight no or nine and no if it's for our opponents handling their business but right. the Big Ten did some things like early on the Wisconsin quarterback and I forget his name the Wisconsin quarterback got COVID and the Big Ten had a 21-day quarantine rule so yeah. instead of your 14 days it's 21 days now which fouls everything up to again I don't want to sound like I'm throwing caution to the wind but from a competitive standpoint i think the big 10 got off easy on the decisions that they made in terms of the college football playoffs i'm Mm -hmm. glad they did it the kids stayed safe they had a great year they're going to get to crown a champion so kudos to them but from other people's standpoints i think it's tough well
0: and again too i I mean we were talking about this with high school the other week too but all of these seniors this year that are look or juniors i guess that are looking to get drafted or do whatever it's like a lot of those guys got kind of screwed because of all this where people aren't able to see what they're due I mean if they're going to get drafted they're going to get drafted right but there are some breakout players that end up doing things their senior year that this year may have just been canceled yeah
1: and I do agree I don't think a lot of this was Ohio State's fault I think they did everything that was in their control that they could have I just think like I said it'll be very telling to watch this Clemson Ohio State game and I can definitely understand there being some sore teams out there especially A&M you know that are upset that they're not in it so
2: what do you guys put you on the spot but what do you guys think about the expansion of the playoff like what if you went to oh two- yeah i
1: I've five. been reading about that and i I think they absolutely should do it
2: and I know it's kind of it's the question you think is, six or eight though yeah I don't, I don't, that's the million dollar question and y'all had uh, Haas and Evan on the other a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. I really liked the podcast it's kind of like do you pay players and if you say yes then you open it up yourselves to a, a whole new set of problems well yeah. they open up to six teams fine mm-hmm. they open up to eight teams fine okay now you're extending the season well you're taking non-conference games away yeah. fine well then the New Mexico states don't get paid $800,000 to go to A&M to get the right. shit kicked but that, yeah. that that builds their budget Yeah, because you took a non-conference game away again from A&M so they can play in the college playoff later on. So I think it's it's a, it's a not an easy answer, but I certainly, again.
1: Interesting. I, agree. I think a. I think expansion, yes. I think the bigger question is, do you do six or eight? Right. I kind of like maybe just rolling with six to see where we're at there. I don't know. Eight seems a little much, but it's hard though, too, when you look at how the way college is, and it's not easy, right? I mean, and how to map this out at all, but And again, Um,
0: this is the first time everybody's dealing with this shit. So it's, it's not ever going to be done perfectly. And we hope we'll never have another global pandemic to throw a wrench into things, but
2: still. Yeah. But
1: even in a normal season, it's, there's teams that just get screwed out of it. Just based on
2: a great point. Yeah. How they,
1: you know, I don't know, maybe you do like the power five each get one or something. And then the, the, us, the others random throughout, I don't know.
2: Then that's another thing. Is yeah. how do you? Uh, yeah, you know, that's where it gets. Do tricky. Open it up? Does the SEC get two because it's the best conference in the exactly. freaking world, or, or does the ACC get two because they got you know not. <laughs> right or one because they're not whatever? Yeah. And maybe uh, that's where you argue eight. I don't know. So yes. another another point that I heard on the radio the other day, and I wish I, it's it was on the ticket. and I listened to that way too much, but <laughs> basically they're saying you could put forty five teams in the tournament right now, and not one of them are going to hold a candle, to Alabama.
0: Yeah. So. Right. It's
2: nice nice to have a big tournament, but they're going to get the shit kicked out of them by Alabama this year. In in years past, Alabama's lost in the CFP, but they said it wouldn't make a difference this year. I mean, you could put A&M in, but they're going to lose by 40. like They lost, you know, eight weeks ago. So
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's where it adds to the complications is because whoever that last seed is, is who that top seed is going to play. And like you just said, Alabama would totally destroy them. And then it becomes really just not great football to watch, which is what you want in a championship game.
2: Or it doesn't have to be. It could be Clemson one year, and they're going to play. So let's say it's an eight team deal. I bet I bet our eighth team this year. What is it? Could be Cincinnati and North Carolina. Well, Clemson's going to is going to murder those. Yeah,
1: definitely. But those teams have done well this season, and you know it sucks when they miss out on anything. And they had you know a great year, and you feel like they deserve something too. So I don't know. There's an argument for it. Like I said, I think the answer, in my opinion, is yes, expanded. I'm a little more on the edge of how to expand it or how, what to expand it to. Um, I think there's some arguments both ways, which we kind of just made, but I would definitely like to see it expanded a little more. Same.
2: Well, I want to see it expanded from a fan standpoint. I'd wouldn't it be awesome? I'm a football guy. So I think it'd be great to have a a real playoff where it's not just a four person, you know, do an eight team where there's more playoff games. Uh, Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm always a fan of more football. Yeah. Same,
0: which is terrible. Right. But I feel like we're reaping the benefits of COVID right now, getting to watch (laughs) football almost every day of the week so weeks.
1: <laughs> well and that is another thing people are kind of hinting at are there too many bowl games and I'm I don't think I'll ever be on that side of the fence because I'm just always a fan of more sure. football
2: so I'm oh, fine with that yeah, that's, that's the best time of the year is when you got 30 bowl games from yeah totally September to late January and yeah. you're watching the holiday either weed eater holiday bowl and, and, <laughs> whatever, and <you're laughs> yeah there's some good, good
1: names Sheboygan, sure. yeah. No, so, yeah, no, I think it's a, a great point and definitely something we should discuss on this podcast. So thank you for bringing that up, Austin. No. Well, speaking of powerhouse Alabama, I guess we will round out this college discussion with the SEC championship. It seemed that like Alabama was going to, you know, totally run away with this, but Florida did come back in the second half. I do think they had several early opportunities in the first half, but they had some penalties that hurt them. Um, you just can't contain Harris and Smith. They're so good. So, yeah, Alabama obviously came out victorious. They won 52-46, to 46 and Harris broke, like, 86 school records, I think, something like that.
2: <laughs> so many. The second consecutive week has completely screwed my betting weekend up. Oh, really? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, Florida, God Almighty, is playing LSU, and LSU is a LSU is always gonna have talent, but they're like four and four and, and they're they're playing in the swamp. And uh I think this, I think the, the spread was 14 and a half or something. And uh so I ripped Florida. You know, Florida's offense is great, even though they're playing without the Pitts kid. Florida's offense is still really, really good. And LSU jumps on top, so I live bet and throw in, in the, and that line keeps going down. Where it's now mm-hmm. Florida by 12, they're five by eight. So I keep thinking Florida's gonna wake up and become Florida, the, the number five team in the nation or six team in the nation and they're going to take care of lsu and then the unfortunate thing happens where florida loses and uh the shoe which i, I mean i listened to y'all last week and y'all <laughs> talked about how emotional the game is and how <laughs> how upset that guy feels about it and, and yeah the truth is he shouldn't have done it but i think sure. one of y'all said it is that's not the, you know they had they played said 60 minutes or 58 minutes before then to win the game and they they couldn't they couldn't score inside the red zone anyway my point is I lost a lot of money on Florida last week. Then so then then you come to this week and Alabama is Alabama's is favored by a whole bunch of points. I can't remember it was seventeen. I can't remember. But, yeah, um, it was something like and so that. So I mean, if if you're Dan Mullen at Florida, you're going which team is you know, which team's going to come out? Are we going to step on ourselves, ourselves? We going to yeah. are we going to give Alabama everything they have? And I know that the score, excuse me, Alabama handled the game, but at the end of the game, Florida needs to stop and a score, and they're going to win the ball game.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. It um, it ended up being a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. It ended up being like probably the best game of these championships that we've talked about, and I think Florida played really well, but. They also made a lot of mistakes where, if they hadn't made them, they would have won this game, or they definitely could have won this game.
2: This is uh, this is kind of the old old coach in me. It's uh, you, when you talk about a, a kid and how fast he is. You- you say he has next man speed, which means he's just faster than the next the next yeah. person. It's like uh, I, Deion
1: Sanders. If you ask him today how fast he can run a 40-yard dash, he's like, well, what'd the guy in front of me do? Because I'm yeah. the next man. <laughs>
2: yeah. and so, and so you get my point. Yeah. I, I think just Alabama, I think, how good does Alabama need to be? We need to be just as good as our – and we're always going to come out on top. And sometimes this year is an anomaly because Alabama covered like eight games. But usually in, in the past, Alabama doesn't cover eight or nine games a year because they beat your ass the entire game and then or they call the dogs off or they run the football really really well and this wasn't the case i mean florida pushed alabama to the brink here and they and they could score with them to the to the next man deal alabama needed to score 54 points so they did right. they needed to score 65 I, I would imagine that they nick saban would have found a way to score 65 yeah that's how yeah. good they are watch. So.
1: alabama i mean just somewhat of an untouchable program i mean it's just yeah. they're great we all know it i Can't will say i found the records Harris broke on Saturday he became uh-huh. Alabama's all-time rushing leader set school record for career rushing touchdowns set school record for career touchdowns set SEC championship game record with five touchdowns tied school record for touchdowns in a game really impressive especially for Alabama
2: it'll be um, uh, it'll be interesting to see how What he does in the draft because I know everybody talks about you know how good he is incredible. But does he is he a top 10 talent or is somebody gonna take you know somebody gonna take a running back? You know, if the Cowboys do you think the Cowboys would take him if they had a chance? I don't think so because we've got got but I think we're good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Him and Devonte Smith are excellent. I would imagine they
2: will be making an appearance in the league. We're not even talking about the the Waddle kid, the receiver that tore his ACL early in the year. That that was a Heisman candidate. That yeah. right. played. We're taking it back to A and M for the fifteenth time on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> that was what Jimbo Fisher said. You know. Nobody else played Alabama with Waddle. We we played Alabama with Waddle. And yeah, we lost by 30, but everyone else lost it by 30. And they didn't have Waddle on their team. Yeah, so that's a good it, point. When he was campaigning for Amy, I mean give us a chance. Excuse me. They played they had Waddle. So yeah.
1: yeah. Um Florida will go on to meet the Sooners in the Cotton Bowl. Alabama will obviously face Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl, like we talked about. Clemson and Ohio State will face off in the Sugar Bowl. Talked about that as well. Um any other college notes that we want to add
2: uh i did see tulsa and cincinnati played in whatever goofball <laughs> conference they play in and golden hurricane there you go if Tulsa didn't have a chance to win the game, I think Cincinnati wins at 27-24, something like that. But I'll be damned if Tulsa, yeah. you know, Cincinnati was – they wanted their cup of tea in, in the college football playoff. And and hell, they almost hit their ass to beat in their own conference championship game against the Tulsa team. Who's not bad, but right. if you're the fourth-best right. team in the nation, then, then go handle your business in your conference mm-hmm. game. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Go Golden yeah. Hurricanes. We love the Golden Hurricanes. We're <laughs> fans. Okay. Uh, well, we'll move on to NFL – Week 15 recap. Uh, First up is the 49ers and Cowboys. I was a little honestly nervous before this game, right? Like an
0: hour before the game. Yeah, I
1: wasn't sure. I mean.
0: Zeke's out and we're like, well, that's fine. He hasn't really, you know, lived up to his potential this year and I truly, honestly believe in Tony, Tony Pollard. You can ask anybody that knows me. I've been a fan of him since we, since he became a cowboy. So I was very happy and not nervous about him stepping in, in that moment at all. Yeah. So, I
1: definitely felt the same way. Yeah. I'm I'm not really on board with all this talk about Zeke being like Zeke's out talk. I don't so, really care for that yet. I mean, maybe my mind will change. I know he's not had a great year, but. Dude shit happens. Yeah. I mean, I, that is the big conversation right now though with, the big game that Tony Pollard had. What does that mean for
2: Zeke?
0: Yeah, personally for me, I don't know. I think it shouldn't mean anything. But Austin, what like, what's your take on that, or what's your opinion?
2: I don't know. I think I think the Cowboys are, are obviously again, hindsight's twenty twenty, but right, everyone wants to get mad at Ezekiel Elliott because he's not producing because yeah. he because he's getting paid X amount of dollars. It's not Ezekiel Elliott's fault that he's getting paid that money. If you want to blame somebody, this is you know this yeah. is Steven's fault. This is Jerry's yeah. fault for, for right paying, absolutely. You know, well, when you're watching. The Packers are playing with Aaron Jones and the Jamal Lewis kid. Is that his name? And they and they got and they and they're dang near splitting time, and they're getting just about they're getting more production than the Cowboys are out of their bat. And Pollard, you know, he's doing well for himself for a kid that was drafted as a kick return specialist and a pass catching specialist. Yeah. So kudos to him. But I don't know, you, I, y'all have a hell of a question. I don't know what the hell that means for Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. But I think we're gonna make y'all. Have y'all talked about this? I can't remember. Y'all talked about Elliott's contract and the deal.
1: Uh-uh. Mm-mm, no.
2: So in his contract, which is already massive. Yeah. He is already locked in. He will be a part of the, let's, if the Cowboys cut him tomorrow, We're he, he will still get paid through the 2021 season Right by it's by the seventh day, I think of the NFL's new year, which starts in March. If the Cowboys have not cut Ezekiel by like March 7th, and that's an arbitrary date, March 8th, March 6th. Yeah. Somewhere I'm, around there he will get paid through the 22 season. So if if we want to save money in the 2022 season, we've got to cut him before March 7th. Right. Or the seventh day of operation business by the NFL. So he's got us by the, uh, as they say, the short and curly is pretty good.
1: (laughs) I think what we've learned about Zeke is he's just unfortunately not one of those players that when your team is down is going to come up and be this leader or this motivator. And that's unfortunate. But I think maybe he's just one of those players that when the team's down, he's down. And that's what we don't know yet. I don't think he's by any means done. I don't think he's by any means out, washed up, all these other things that he's being accused of. I could stand corrected one day, but I don't think we have enough proof to say that. And I mean, he still averages like four yards a carry or something like that. I mean... It's still not like he's just dead in the water. Well,
0: and I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm like that with any athlete, right? Like, unless you have a could be career ending injury to me personally, especially like a younger, like he was only drafted in 2016. Like, anyway, I hate when this happens to an athlete. He's literally done so well since he's been drafted, right? Like had solid seasons and this season has been a little rocky and all of a sudden everybody's out to get him and it's a fucking witch hunt. And I just hate when that happens to athletes. Cause I agree with you. I don't yeah. think he's washed. I don't think he's done. I think this is a tough year, but I do think he's the type of athlete that's going to bounce back. And if we drop him, we're going to, we're going to. Yeah.
1: That's him. what I fear that if we drop him, we're going to regret that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he's still talented. Yeah, I agree. But I think I think see.
2: you're I think you're both right, and I think he he's catching a lot of uh I don't know if shade is the right word with the you know, yeah, I like he's him. catching a lot of shade because he is the big bright shining star that's left, right? Because yeah. Dak's not here, and then right. if Dak's not here, then let's go to the offensive line Well, those jokers have been hurt oh, since God. game one, right? Let's yeah. let's keep
0: R.I.P. Yeah,
2: let's get a. Let's get a confident Mike McCarthy in off-season. I mean, he still he's a heck of a football coach. He's, he's been winning winner yeah, for proven. a long time. Yeah. Let's give him an off-season. Let's get Martin healthy. Let's get Smith healthy. Let's get Looney some help. Is yeah. he, Looney was hurt for five or six games. Yeah. And then let's give Dak a season under yeah. McCarthy, yeah, a full sure. off-season. And then sure. let's see what Zeke can do. And for then sure. we, if we got all that we can throw the ball to, I think we're in really good shape. And then yeah. we, under contract, we still got Cooper and Randy's boy Gallup and, um, <laughs> and, the, and CD. Yeah. yeah. So y'all can talk his kickoff return that was that was uh, so awesome in the game so
0: awesome yeah he's like oh, okay we'll just like call it oh no wait I'm talking running this in because it's wide open
1: <laughs> yeah he's he's great uh, he ha- he's had a phenomenal several games now Andy Dalton's game this week was excellent uh, I felt like I was very impressed with the offensive creativity that we're starting to see which we don't normally see normally we're pretty rehearsed and re- predictable but I felt like there was a lot of creativity coming out of Kellen Moore this week that I was impressed by some of it was a bit questionable but I liked the fact though that we're like we're trying new things out versus the same old shit we always see I'm not mad yeah. about that
2: well, that's kind of like it's it kind of looks like they've got like they should look like like red fire whatever red, red rocket red rocket yeah. <laughs> red fire <laughs> Practice as a starting quarterback. You know, he didn't. He, he barely got off the ground before he got murdered in Washington, and then got you know, murdered. Then he caught he caught the Rona, and and we're starting Danucci and and whatever else we can find on the street. There you go. And so this looks like it should look. He's like he's had five weeks as a yeah. starting
1: quarterback. And he looks like what we knew was in him. Like we knew that was there. It was just like a lot of unfortunate circumstances, a lot of unfortunate circumstances. Um, But thankfully we're finally getting to see the Andy Dalton that we all knew was there somewhere. Right. Yeah. He he was, he was catching death and catching COVID, but he wasn't
0: catching any breaks. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Correct. Yes. Good way to put it. I like that. Um, the Cowboys are now just one game back from the Washington football team and the NFC East, several Ooh. shakeups right now involving yeah. these games, these teams. So the first thing is, so the Cowboys play the Eagles and they kick off at three 25. Washington football team was supposed to kick off at noon. And if, if Washington wins Eagles, Cowboys are out, we are out of contention. So originally we would have known before we kick off most likely if we were out or not. So a little bit of shakeup on the scheduling. The Washington football team is now kicking off at three. Huh. I don't know that they really would have changed play up any given that, but who knows, right? I mean.
0: Who knows, right? Because we'll never know now. But even with Zeke last week, I mean, his – calf has been bruised it was bruised right. the week before and i think I they're know. saying at
1: this point he will be ready to play sunday yeah. but again these are all things that would change up if you knew you were out of contention that will that right. could potentially impact your game
2: plan if you knew before the game starts so if the washington team football team win, he doesn't play again the rest of the year <laughs> right yeah why would we yeah so great point on that yeah, yeah. So by the way did y'all hear uh the hayskins dilemma
1: well that was the second thing i had on my uh, list I, for this later, uh, is that yeah. you know, Haskins is obviously starting quarterback right now, or at least, you know, was this last game since Alex Smith is on IR again. And um, he was photographed following the Seahawks loss at a strip club, no mask, lots of women all over him. So, breaking COVID protocol, breaking NFL protocol. So, this is potentially very problematic for the yeah. uh, well, Washington football team. It, I mean, in their spot, right? Like, so we don't, I don't think we really know. If there's any consequences at that at this point or what they are, I
2: mean
0: he throws a shoe honestly like, <laughs>
1: exactly yeah. right
2: yeah. But it's close, bro. Even if even if there no, there's not consequences, I don't know how the NFL lets him come back into a, a building without going through a six-day protocol. Absolutely.
1: Right, but that's what I'm saying. So I guess that's what I mean by consequences. I don't think at this point there's any official news regarding how this is going to be played out. But it 1,000% can most certainly have consequences against Washington's game this week, which yeah. would impact them being able to win and stay in that number one spot. So all very big news right now.
2: In all honesty, if you're a Cowboys fan, y'all you have know, talked about Alex Smith and how that injury, how he came back and it tugs at your heartstrings. And as a football guy, it, it tugs at mine too. But if he's hurt for 15 more days, I'm not going to be so upset really? about that.
1: Well, I'm, exactly. I'm not going to be that upset about it. And I'm also not going to be upset if, if Hayskins can't come back in. So, yeah. I mean.
2: Well, they're having to win games with their third-string quarterback and all of a sudden the Cowboys are. So yeah, we're we right back a- in there.
1: That's what Jess has been saying this whole time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm never uh, going to be that person who's like, let's lose no absolutely
0: not totally okay if he gets reprimanded and also if Alex Smith just needs to continue to take a breather I mean we're on a two-game winning streak right now which is the most we've had all season so I think we're on to (laughs) something
1: yeah I mean we don't have any players going to the Pro Bowl but we're on to something and we're
0: not we're not the only ones that the Rams which we'll talk about them in a second but they could have had their biggest streak of the season which was two and they lost the other day So Mm. we're not the only ones. Um, Um,
2: Anyway. Yeah, that's
1: all I had on the Cowboys 49ers anything I th- else i think yeah. it's worth
2: mentioning because i for one mm-hmm. have cussed at the screen at uh, mike nolan several times mm-hmm. because we couldn't stop you know my seventh grade b team yeah you know attack yeah. rushing attack and, and for the first time in, in i think a long time the cowboys the last two games have, have put together somewhat of a, a resemblance of a defense yes. maybe not maybe not in the way they stopped the run maybe not in the way they stopped the pass but they forced turnovers and, and turned some us yes. up in a point so yeah and obviously that's been that i in my opinion that's been the difference in the last two games is it yeah, yeah for sure.
0: Well and not only that, but I feel like in this in this last game specifically, when the defense causes a turnover or gets a takeaway, the offense capitalizes. That's yeah. been a huge difference where yeah. now we're both getting that's equal- what it
1: matters, right? I mean Right. You want to so, make the stops and everything like that, but when yeah, you we force turnovers and then capitalize on those turnovers, that's when they count actually really right. count.
0: Exactly, it's like cool. You can get all the interceptions you want, but if we just literally have run four downs and don't do shit with it, then what was the fucking point? Which right. on the
2: exact opposite side of that, McCarthy early when they were, I mean, when the when the Cardinals were kicking the shit out of them and when they they were getting the hell beat out of them, McCarthy talked about complementary football. It's when, mm-hmm. when your defense sucks and and or your offense sucks. And 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 we're and we're giving the ball away, which your defense's job to go out and complement them and hold them to a field goal. And I think you saw that early in the year. Our offense was stepping on their dicks, and then our defense <laughs> would turn around and give up seven points three yeah. plays later. Yeah, as opposed to yeah. you know bowing their necks and, and giving up a field goal. Yeah, we now you see the reverse of that, and it's not like we're going to Super Bowl, but the last two games, our defense turns ball over, our offense cashes in, and the next thing you know, the Niners are in a fourteen to zero hole, and they're banged up, and they're thinking it's time to get back on a plane and go back to whatever state allows us to play football there. Yeah, uh, it, it really help, it helps out.
0: Yeah, I agree. Speaking of defense, I'm a little nervous about Van Der Esch again. But
1: um, <laughs> every time know. he gets hit, I'm nervous. Christ, he's, he's our Tim Riggins
0: on defense. So That's I'm watching horse caller. Yeah, somebody is watching Friday
1: Night Lights. Oh yeah, how are you liking it so far? Yeah.
0: Oh, she's the reason I watch it.
1: Oh, so
2: you you
0: already
1: done. One I'm the yeah. original. Listen, the OG. listen, listen, this is going to become a whole another hour in this podcast. But <laughs> I will quickly let you know that i feel like i'm the only person in the world that watched that show when it was actually on air it was the most underrated show there ever was in the history of shows and i used to like beg my brothers beg my dad to watch it nobody would watch it and then like all of a sudden after it like at one point they canceled it after season three and i don't know if you're i don't know where you're at in the show but like in season four Um, They had already canceled. So a lot of their like main characters had left and then direct TV, like picked it up and paid for them to stay alive and then made it exclusively a direct TV show. So that's why season four is kind of different, but yeah. And then like all now everyone loves it. And I'm like, where were all of you people when this was on air and they had to like stop after five seasons. What's it like to watch your life play out on TV like that? Austin. (laughs)
2: Like, uh, I can't remember the damn coach's name, but I feel like his life has a little more drama than,
1: than mine. Uh, well your daughter's not that old yet. <laughs>
2: wait. It's uh it's a fun show. I wish they had more football, at least the part we're in right yeah. now. But uh, you know, honestly, I don't know if my wife would like it if it was all football. Or you know, so it's got it's gotta get it's gotta have a sappy appeal to it as well. And it's gotta yeah. have a dram- dramatic appeal.
0: As long as Tim Riggins stays in, which spoiler alert he does, so you're good. Yeah, nice. love that guy.
1: Got it. Anyway, moving on. Let's do this. Okay. So next is Patriots-Dolphins. Not really a lot on this game. Just wanted to talk about it since this game sealed the fate of the Patriots. Um, they will not make the playoffs this year for the first time in 12 years, I think. Since 2008. or 12. Was it 12? Yeah, it was 2008. Okay. So, yeah,
2: that's crazy. Not, I saw that in Instagram the other day, and I, and I knew that, just like you knew that. Yeah. But you don't, you, whether it's 11, 12, or thirteen. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's I, a long ass time. We don't have enough respect for that. That Belichick in twelve years hasn't missed the playoffs, and it was Brady or Belichick or the genius. Or the joint
0: of them together, right? Obviously, what? No, I there think are so it. many
2: people
1: that want to hate on the Patriots, but that is super impressive. And I think when when you hear it, you don't really realize how impressive it is because another streak that they broke <laughs> oh, yeah. is winning season. So the the Patriots yeah. came close to tying the Cowboys streak of winning season. So the Cowboys hold the ultimate um, longest consecutive winning streak at 20, where this was Patriots. They're at 19.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. I think yeah. so.
1: I think that this would be, they were at 19 consecutive winning seasons. Yeah. So and even when it was, Boy, yeah. if they would have won at least 10 games this season, they would have tied the Cowboys, which is a crazy, crazy streak that you would have thought would have just gone untouched. Right. Um, so for them to come that close is honestly shocking.
2: Just yeah. so, so impressive, but I was it really, is.
0: no, I was just going to say as much as I am not a fan of Bill Belichick, um, you can't not recognize <laughs> his success. So
2: it's yeah. so fired up about, uh, from, from my standpoint about the Flores cat in Miami, the yeah. coach, he, Same. Uh, yeah. And he's kind of my, without falling in love with a coach, he's kind of my favorite hot name right now.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. he
2: started out literally emptying trash cans in NFL offices.
0: Like, didn't he live in a car for yeah. a while? Like, oh, so they, wow. they,
2: they, yeah. Like, they romanticize. I don't know how you romanticize living in a car, but the NFL romanticizes the fact that he was, what's the cat's name in LA? The head coach is like 12 years old. And he's offensive oh, McVay? McVay? Yeah. Yeah, McVay. Both, yeah. You know, both those guys, I guess they, in the NFL, they call them piss boys because they do literally Whatever. all the bitch work. Right. And Flores, like McVay, didn't have an incredible talent behind him where he played in the NFL for 12 years. And so he, he worked his way up from ground zero, literally the trash can. Yeah. And, uh, has completely revolutionized Miami with a journeyman quarterback with a stellar beard and a and a rookie who doesn't know his asshole from his elbow, so and they're doing it with special teams and defense, which gets me freaking rolling as well. So yeah. kudos to the Dolphins. I agree.
1: Good yeah, point. agree. And yeah, just like we're talking, we've got you know names like the Dolphins that are that are in it right now, winning records, you know things like that, winning games where you know Patriots are are losing and not making the playoffs. You know, where it's a new day, it's a new era. Things are kind of m- moving around and. I like it you know I don't want to hate on the Patriots but it's nice to finally see you know other teams other names in there so which is
0: how everybody feels about us so yeah, yeah. well at least at one well, time we haven't I haven't mean. seen winning seasons in a very <laughs> long time so everybody shut the fuck up yeah
2: <laughs> but to y'all's point Kyle Colin Coward in the show this morning you made the comment he goes the Miami Dolphins are the New England Patriots of 20 years ago Yeah. they have a they have an unknown quarterback who's very very Young. Yeah. they're winning games wild ways
0: and he's learning under a vet quarterback right Correct. so it's very cool
2: who I thought what is this the bearded guy handled that really Fitz, really Fitz, Fitzpatrick I, yeah thought he handled that whole I, I, I love Fitz. that would have gone a lot of different ways with a lot of different players but he handled it really really well so.
1: yeah All right. Well, do y'all have anything else on that game? Because I didn't really have a lot on the game. Just want to talk about, you know, I think that's a pretty new era thing. Like we said, like the
2: Patriots are not making the playoffs. That's wild.
1: It
0: is wild. No, No,
2: Despite the fact that Gaskin, the tailback from Miami, got COVID two weeks ago and screwed me in fantasy.
0: Yeah.
2: uh, (laughs) Yeah. I've got got not much else to say about the Dolphins.
1: So glad I have somebody else here to talk shit about (laughs) fantasy because that's usually my... All right. Well, we'll move on. The next game is Jets Rams. Obviously, only talking about this one because the Jets won their first game in 358 days. Wow.
0: No joke of a team, right? Which, not that there's like they're the joke, of the league, yeah. essentially. And they pulled out a win on an inconsistent team, I would call them. I don't
2: know what what a, a team with a really a good, good yeah right. a, a, good really good defense,
0: a number one defensive player on their right. defense too a great
2: offensive play caller a, a yeah. above average quarterback and, yeah. and two cooper cup and uh and yeah the, and then what's the other kid the cook's kid no, yeah brandon it's cup and the other receiver they have that that's super sharp. Woods. there you go yeah they're really really good
0: yeah they played well and like i said no fucking true athlete or team is gonna lose on purpose to get a traffic. They're still gonna get the traffic. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um, Oh right but still. they might have lost
1: their draft pick after this but win actually point even more
0: no one's going to do that no yeah.
1: agree with your point completely okay. uh um, right. the jets yeah. they clearly are playing to win otherwise they would not have won because they absolutely may have lost their draft pick here Obviously, like we've got to see how the next couple games go but since these two teams didn't play each other this year it will be based on schedules and if it comes to a tiebreaker yeah. the, the the jaguars yeah. yes oh. we'll get yeah. the we'll get the first round so we'll 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 see how the next couple weeks shape out, but they definitely could have
2: given up their their Trevor Lawrence dream there. It'll be interesting to see how Let's say everything shakes out like it is right now. Like you just said, yes, Jacksonville gets the first pick and New York gets the second pick. Does, does New York all of a sudden like Sam Darnold again? Because
0: he showed the fuck up.
2: Right. Or yeah. Or do you say, we know that Trevor Lawrence is, is a one, one pick. He's a round one first pick. All right. And so if you're the Jets, you all all of a sudden now fall in love with Sam Darnold because somebody in the NFL is going to want Justin Fields. And if they do, they'll be willing to trade up to number two. Yeah, And then you can get a, if you're, New York you can say okay
0: Frank Gore is going to be out so maybe we need some (laughs) working back situation (laughs) you can can ask for you can ask for that team's
2: first round pick yeah and a legitimate starter yeah that started for two years a young legit starter, and 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 what no one's talking about is the Jets already have two first round picks and two more second round picks yeah so the the Jets aren't in a bad situation just because they're not getting Trevor Lawrence yeah and somebody's going to want Justin Fields because he's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's, he's not even close to Trevor Lawrence, but he's a good
1: yeah. quarterback.
2: So what Jets, what do the Jets turn that into? It'll be interesting to see.
1: But yeah, right. And like nobody's talking about that. Everyone's just talking about how the Jets gave up Trevor right. Lawrence. But there's a lot more that they need to. Like um, that's all I really was going to talk about on that game. I mean, an unfortunate loss for the Rams, but it is what it is. And the Jets finally broke their losing streak. A lot of broken streaks today. Uh, moving on to Chiefs Saints. The Chiefs won 32-29. I think the big question here was obviously just, was it too early for Drew Brees to come back?
0: I lost Alvin Kamara last week in my fantasy football <laughs> league, so I don't really care about Drew Brees anymore. <laughs> just kidding. I do. I very much care for him. And I was excited for him to be back. He's a fucking animal who has 11 broken ribs and comes back in four weeks yeah. or whatever. Um,
1: and I think he wore like a special vest. He just underneath
0: yeah.
1: yeah. It's easy to say now that it was a mistake to bring him back, but I don't know that they would have had a choice in the matter. I think Breeze right. wanted to come back and they were going to have to give that to him. Right. I, I mean, I think he wanted to come back, play against Mahomes and he's your guy. You've got to give him what he wants.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, that everybody keeps saying like, well, it's Drew Brees's last season. It's his last wow. season. I'm like, I've not heard that from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. And I just look at Drew Brees and he just bleeds competitiveness. So it's like, I I don't know that this will be his last season or not. Well, we won't know until fucking next season, but yeah, I agree. I don't know. Do you think
2: it was too early or yeah, probably for Drew Brees' wife, it was too early and probably for Drew Brees' family and kids, it was too early, but what, what a decision and it has like 15 tentacles to it because yeah, you're right. Is Breeze done after this year? If he is and who gives a shit, he's going to get hurt. He's, you're done with him right. or, you know, is he, he not done? Is yeah. he not done? And then, then you're, but what are we doing? Ride. Right. Because is taste hill, the answer, because that's who you went to when he was out as opposed to, uh, winston winston thank you so so much
1: travel right
2: so are you protecting the franchise if if breeze is your quarterback next year at the same time the saints are are in the are in the playoff race yeah yeah they're they're in the nfl right now
0: well and that's why i was gonna say i feel like that helped make that decision was that they were and they felt like drew breeze was going to be the person to get there but my bigger question is
1: would we even be having this
0: conversation if the saints would have won that game
2: no because it's the right decision then
1: yeah I mean, we probably have talked about it, but yeah, no, I agree. I don't think it would be the question of should they have put him in because the question is because they lost. But I will say I, I think the score of the game was a lot closer than the game actually was. I mean, and obviously, once again, Mahomes is just like out of this world, maybe one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen in the entire NFL history.
2: Yeah, and I don't think I don't think that's an overstatement because every week you get a little more data and, and he's yeah. continuing. Yeah. His bad days are two touchdown, two pick days. And exactly. Day. Yeah. I mean, he's throwing a bad day. He throws for two fifty two touchdowns, and, and a ball gets tipped, uh, and he throws for two two picks, and and that's a bad day. I mean, my God. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well,
0: and, yeah, and of course, like he's in. He's immensely talented and incredible, but then you put people like Tyreek Hill and Travis Motherfucking Kelsey, who's like yeah. a tight end leading in freaking yards in the mm-hmm. in the whole league. And it's like I don't know that Patrick Mahomes necessarily needs those people to be as successful as he is, but it obviously helps. It definitely helps the team, right? Like that's there are times
1: when he maybe makes a questionable throw, and then they make amazing catches. Exactly. And that's yeah. that's the thing. They just exactly. have an amazing team. There's no right. doubt about it but Mahomes is just on a whole nother level. And it's yeah. crazy that we're seeing these numbers and, and, and seeing this data with him being in as, you know, such a, a very rookie quarterback or rookie NFL player. Like this is so early on in his He's career. I mean, rookie is not the right word, but yeah, no, he
0: what is he a junior?
1: Second year, third year,
2: third year, yeah. But, yeah. It, but back when he was drafted, the the Chiefs reached to get him. They traded up to get him. For, for yeah, and everybody everybody call them dumbasses, right? Because they traded up to get him and yeah. for a quarterback that you know whoever the prognosticators or the pundits are had him as the fourth best quarterback and are the, the third best quarterback. Probably right, because he played attack. Maybe because he played at Tech. Maybe because he was or a system or, guy. Or I have no yeah. idea. But now yeah. the guy can throw from eighteen different angles, eighteen different arm slots, mm-hmm. off balance, on balance, on time, off time. Side arm, left arm. Right. On the run, off the run. It's, it's, it's an a option.
1: Ready. There was that touchdown this week. It Go, oh. yeah. yeah, it's okay. Just, let's just, just make it happen. I mean, there's just something there that's clicking, and that guy's doing what he was supposed to do in life. Like, that's all I got to say. Like, he's just. Yeah, he I feel was like supposed to be an NFL quarterback, and he's doing it really, really well. Yeah, I
0: feel like he and Andy Reid both hit the jackpot with each other. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like with the wrong coach, I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes just doesn't have that fucking talent, but Andy Reid is a talent
1: on his own. So mm-hmm. to no, yeah, you know, I mean he's bear, definitely doing something right.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. certainly yin and yang. It's it's the coach calling plays that. The Cowboys quarterback right now can't do, but at the same time, it's it's the quarterback that's getting out of bad plays with his feet or with his arm slots or with his with everything else he has that you can't coach. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's certainly a match made in heaven. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Um, the only other other notable moment I had from this game was that Cam Jordan got ejected because he got really frustrated on a block and like reared back and, and punched the Chiefs player. and wasn't. Know- it was a clear punch, but it was like kind of like the throw in the shoe thing. Well, maybe not that far, but. It. I mean, he just got frustrated and just reared back and hit a, the refs, you know, first through the flag, and then they had to talk it over, and then he ultimately got ejected. So um, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, Chiefs, first-round bye.
2: They're fun to watch. They lost their tailback. The Hilaire kid, probably done for the season. Was, yeah, he, he he's out, yeah.
1: Um, they, anyway, that's all I had on that. Next game, last game we're going to talk about, steelers Bengals.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess we just we gave them a big sting, and they were like, okay, and then they did it and they'd be the fucking Steelers.
1: Not just lost, this was ugly. The Bengals were up 17-0 going into halftime. Ugly. And I know the Steelers are dealing with injuries, but this was something beyond that. This was like fundamentally wrong. It was crazy to watch. I think
0: we've officially jinxed hardcore our first team.
1: Well, you want to talk about bad juju. You remember what happened against the Bills? He did it again. He did it again. He did a freaking TikTok dance right midfield logo right before the game. I think he got a lot of shit against the Bills, and he's trying to like double down on
2: his. He got double dicked on a on a, on his fumbles. What happened? Yeah, well, I thought that. <laughs> no, that's the- what
1: I was gonna say. Like not only did he lose the game which everyone's talking about this whole like bad juju stuff he got rocked on that one hit and there was that and fumbled and the Bengals scored
2: which i'm not sure i'm not smart enough to uh to know how this works but they went back and looked at the fumble to, to make sure it was a catch or not a catch but the whole time they're showing a replay of the defender and i'm not sure who the defender was lowers his head puts the crown of his head into juju's face yeah i thought it was an illegal hit but i, I don't think
1: know there if- yeah there was a lot of talk about that
2: right so i don't you know they were reviewing the fumble they're not reviewing the hit i don't know if they can go back and challenge the hit and it, i'm not smart enough to know that stuff
1: but it, i don't it, i don't think you can yeah isn't so that one th- of the judgment calls that you can't go back and review
2: okay so i was sitting here well, is- last night in the patio going holy shit that's a yeah probably- i mean i could
1: be wrong about that too but for some reason i didn't think that was like a reviewable call
2: but to jump back on y'all's Steelers-Bengals overall ben roethlisberger sucked <laughs>
1: Um, I'm not a big Ben fan. I think he, he talked a lot of game. He said a lot of things and he's not really able to back it up right now. I, I think he might've had some injuries, but I, he definitely looks like shit right now.
2: He, yeah. he looks like he's pushing or close to forty. He Looks like he's been yeah. for fifteen years. His offensive line is not great, and yeah. and uh, I know that everybody gave Claypool a bunch of a bunch of props five or six weeks ago because he was a rookie, and but he seems to not be able to create much separation. and, and, and Schuster hadn't been great this year. Yeah. He doesn't have a great tight end to go to, and James Conner is a is a is a six year NFL running back, or there's a fifth year NFL running back right yeah. now. He's, he's not he's not a world beat. No, you know? I agree. They're, they're in a they're in a world of trouble right now because their offense is ho so hum and their defense
0: tj watt is they to they
2: figure it out yeah, that, the defense yeah. Like, they're gonna make the playoffs everything's gonna be okay there but
1: they're gonna make the playoffs but i definitely don't think they're gonna go Me either as Not far gonna- as people originally thought they were gonna do i oh. don't know that that's I mean, gonna
0: happen We are seeing two different teams play right now though right i think
1: like- we are 1000% seeing two different teams yes
0: like everything you guys just were talking- and we'll see
1: i mean they could figure it out but it is looking awful you know, are... when
2: started, you know when that, that chink in the armor or whatever we is that when they put the Cowboys when they came down and the Cowboys beat their ass and we're, and uh and, and the Steelers were, were helped out by a couple of calls and, and oh, converted sweet. on them. So kudos to them. But that was when everybody started went okay, well maybe Pittsburgh's not as good as my yeah. okay.
0: Including myself, which I'm now starting to realize that the Steelers season very much mirrors my uh fantasy football season. <laughs>
2: <Very> <laughs> quick start, you know, not not so much fantasy. Oh,
0: god, I killed it. I'm still well, just for everybody out there nobody in my league actually listens to this shit i'm pretty sure but still have the best record in our league still have the most points for And i just lost in the motherfucking second round oh yeah by like 100 points so at least it was like my team just did shit right and it just like camara get taken away from me so poor me feel sorry let's move on
2: uh jess you're keeping us moving along here we didn't talk about maybe the best team in the nfl this this week. I figured there'd be a daily
0: about
1: bills. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I mean, we have to change right. it up, but yeah, I am very, very much still very excited about what they're doing.
2: Same, And they've been shit for a long, long time. And they yeah. good last year, but I'm, I'm kind of fired up about them. They play really good defense. So I mean,
1: obviously Cowboys fan first, but Always. They're like my this year, you know, every year I kind of have like another team. I'll like, you know, if the Cowboys don't have a chance, that's my team this year. And I'm very happy for them. And and again, it's just like we've said, like with the Dolphins and things like that, it's like the Bills are also one of those teams that have not done anything in a very long time. And it's yeah, really it, awesome to see them like doing exceptionally well.
0: Yeah, if you're a if you're a Bills fan right now, like you have got to be fucking pumped.
2: Uh, Oh yeah. on from a Cowboys standpoint, I thought they overpaid for Cole Beasley three years ago or two years ago, whatever it was. And Beasley's killing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I, isn't that interesting? I always wonder with players and like with Zeke, right? Which is what I'm kind of a little bit scared about. Beasley did well with us, right? Like he's a slot guy. He did well, but like he found his place with the Bills. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's excelling. I think that's fair. Some really great games with us, but, and I don't know if it has, I have no idea what it's about. I just, in my mind, I'm like is it this whole hype about America's team and like he needs to like find his own. Cause he's an SMU guy. Right. So like in that sense, he did well and made it to the NFL out of SMU. Well, oh, he we-
1: like, what didn't he, uh, that's well, SM- an interesting road to the NFL.
2: So, wasn't it, so you're, you're, you're remembering, right. Jess, you have to remember if he was uh unrestricted, she was a free agent out of, a- at, in camp, but like okay. this is legit this is a legit story and Garrett will tell you this. He's gone on record saying this that uh Beasley as an undrafted free agent out of college, like day four of camp in Oxnard, walks into Garrett's office and says, I quit. And gets on a flight. He comes back to Dallas. Garrett gets on a flight, comes back to Dallas, talks him into coming back to Oxnard okay. and the rest of the history. So they could see that he was going to be really something.
1: yeah. Yeah. And,
2: and honestly, I don't think I think he is statistically doing better in Buffalo, but I, I don't think his role has changed. And his role is still to be second fiddle. And here it was Des Bryant gets the coverage. Right. Fine. Then you get, you're on a safety or a linebacker and beat them underneath. Fair. Okay. So now Stefan Diggs is getting the cover, getting the coverage or yeah. the kid named Brown, number 15, is yeah. getting the coverage and Beasley murders yeah. linebackers and the safeties in the same capacity.
0: No, I am. I a hundred percent agree with you. I just think maybe he's, maybe he's just more consistent with the bills. Maybe. Like, I don't know, but right.
1: I think yeah. it could be that I think it's also just when he was with the Cowboys there was just less opportunity for him right at that That's time good. right and, well, and it's not and that he didn't do anything for the Cowboys he was solid he was a very solid player it's just I think wait, wait. the opportunities that he had were less than he's having with the Bills right now
2: but both y'all are saying I'll I'll just when you when your play caller is going to give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott first and then Des Bryant second and you're third or fourth in the pecking order as opposed to yeah. now, you're playing taller. It might be a little you, more... Yeah,
0: you might open. be first or second. Or well, third. we
2: all
1: know our offensive coordinator struggles that we've had. We we don't like to change things up, whereas I, that's probably what's going on.
2: So, they're, uh, I'm, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy. too. Me too. I, Me too. I, bucket list. This Orchard Stadium is not a stadium that uh, everyone wants to go to. It's kind of a shithole, but I'd love to go. I'd love to go see me some Bill's Mafia. Me
0: I've too. said
1: this. Have I not uh, said this? I'm like, I want to go. I, I think it's awesome, but I'm afraid. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid Bill's Mafia might kill me. Well, we'll move on to our upcoming Week 16 picks. Before we get started, I will just briefly mention the playoff teams that have clinched are the Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, Packers, Saints, Seahawks, now eliminated Jets, Jags, Bengals, Texans, Panthers, Falcons, Chargers, 49ers, Broncos, Lions, and of course the Patriots like we talked about earlier. So. East.
2: All teams still <laughs> still stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're all so bad we don't know who's gonna come, who's gonna be because the least thing is, is if Washington loses this week if and Dallas wins. I mean there'll be there's gonna be three teams. If Washington loses, I think there's gonna be three teams next week going, Well hell, we got a chance.
1: Yeah, no that's all it's kind of already happening. But yeah, it all stands on what Washington does, but they're not well, at least their quarterback isn't doing anything to help that. Yeah, so it'll be very, very interesting. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got you know obviously with it being christmas week we've got they're not all on sunday so the vikings and the saints play on friday um the line is seven
2: the, Vi- the vikings are dragging seven
1: yeah yeah vikings plus seven but i did go saints here but i'm kind I'll of like already too, questioning that
2: pick
0: well me too because i don't know what they're going to yes. do a Drew breeze either this week so i don't know vikings i think are due one too so i don't know
2: where are they playing at jess new orleans uh, pro- I'll, pro- I'll probably go saints me too saints to cover
1: okay Bucks Lions, they play on Saturday. The that's line is nine and a half.
2: Man, that's a lot of points. Yeah, it is.
1: I know. I went Lions. I was immediately going to go Lions, so I'll do that.
2: I'm going to go Bucks, DeWayne, Lions to cover.
1: Cool. Okay. 49ers, Cardinals. Four
2: and a half. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think uh, Kyler Murray is getting healthy, and I think that Arizona. I think did you say they're eliminated? Are they I think they're still I think they're still hunting. Oh,
1: I think they're still in it.
2: Uh, I think they're still rolling, and the Niners are dead, and they are banged. They might be more banged up than the Cowboys right now. So they're pre banged up.
1: Exact. That's exactly my thoughts. I went Cardinals. Thought the same. That's kind of why I mentioned who's still in and who's not because I think it mentally impacts where you're at. Dolphins Raiders. Dolphins minus two and a half, Raiders plus two and a half. I'm going Dolphins. I also my, want Dolphins.
2: Are they playing in Vegas?
1: hmm Yes, sir.
2: And the Dol- I think the Dolphins are just a team that they're gonna find a way to get it done. The Raiders got a bunch of issues right now. They can't stop shit. And yeah. uh, and I think the Raiders had a great step forward this year. I just think the well dolphins-
0: yeah, it's talk about Waller being a standout motherfucking player of the and, year.
2: And and Waller, uh is great, but they're pl- they're also playing that the the Raiders have a decision to make with uh, Carr and Mariota. Yeah, Car got hurt. Oh, absolutely. Are they going to pay Carr a billion dollars? Are they going to just let Mariota play next year and, and save money and go elsewhere with the money? So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Falcons, Chiefs. The line is eleven.
2: Chiefs. Oh
1: yeah, I'm going Chiefs here too. I always. It oh is tough when they're when they.
2: That's a massive line. It yeah. is a massive line. I'm going to say Chiefs. And I am going to say Chiefs win. Falcons Cup.
1: Um. Speaking of things I've been right about, bears, jaguars, the line is <laughs> seven and a half. Andrew, is there- and I'm going with the Bears again. I think that I think Mitch has got it together.
2: Yeah, and I think that. And this, I know we say teams try to win, and we, we had a big conversation on it earlier. If I'm the Jaguars right now,
0: I'm playing all my dumpy ass people,
2: I'm I'm, I'm sitting people. Robin's right, sitting up right now. He's gonna sit his ass down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that that is a. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I think most teams they're well, they're never gonna admit they're playing to lose, but and I don't think most of them would do that, but they do do that. Like and I mean, they like playing
0: to lose, but they're not playing to win.
2: Maybe Jacksonville last week, if, if the if. The Jets lose again, or did you the Jets lost again? Be Maybe different. Jets, yeah, be yeah, different. But I think right sure. now, two games left. Robinson being hurt,
1: and I think it, it, the suggestion is enough to not risk betting, yeah. you know, with them.
2: We're not talking about a. We're not talking about a an incredible nose tackle or linebacker. We're talking about a, a, a Andrew Luck type player,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, A transitional player that can that can take your 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 program yeah. to places it's never been. So, yeah.
1: Colt Steelers. The line is two. The Steelers are the underdog here. The Steelers are plus two.
0: Pretty fucked yeah. up right now. I don't know.
1: I'm crap. gonna go Steelers. I'll go Colts.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go Steelers.
1: Bengals, Texans. The line is eight and a half. I gotta go with
0: Bengals. They're on one.
1: I did too.
2: Bangles. Bengals.
1: And, and JJ
0: Watt is is still upset. So,
1: <laughs> Giants, Ravens. The line is eleven. I went Giants. A- My gut says Ravens, but I don't. I don't. I think it's a (laughs) crapshoot.
2: I'm going to say Giants cover Ravens win.
1: Browns, Jets. The line is nine and a half. I went Browns. I'm going to go
0: Browns, but nine and a half.
2: Nine and a half is a lot of points for a team that likes to hand the ball off 30 times. But I'm going to go Browns to cover and win.
1: Broncos, Chargers. Um, Broncos plus three, Chargers. Can I just favor?
2: Both teams don't Uh, either.
0: Yeah. Um, But I'll go with my boy. Uh, Joey Bosa with the Chargers. Uh, I went Broncos.
2: I will go Chargers. I think Herbert is going to score enough points to beat Mr. Locke.
1: Yeah, that dude's a dope. <laughs> Panthers Washington, Panthers plus 2. I'm going Panthers just because we need Washington to lose.
0: What I'm going Panthers because this is the highest level that, that they've ever admitted that maybe Christian McCaffrey might play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: If McCaffrey's healthy and plays, I think it's a, a no-brainer that Carolina. Yeah,
1: yeah agree uh ram seahawks the line is one and a
2: half yeah it's
0: a tough one i'm going seahawks because i just like i hope and pray that they do something this week because they have not been
1: i went rams but this one kind of swings either way for me
0: agree
2: i'm gonna go Seahawks.
1: eagles cowboys two. Sure. I, I, went cowboys, I went cowboys plus two
0: yeah cowboys obviously
1: titans packers the line is three and a half
0: I want to go with the Titans.
1: I went Packers, but I think it could swing. Anyway. And then finally, Bills, Patriots. The line is seven. This is the Monday night game. Bills. Bills. Correct. <laughs> that one was an easy one.
0: Bills mafia baby. Yes.
1: Yeah. So that will wrap it up.
0: Yeah, well, guys. We don't need to say goodbye know, to Austin. He
1: had a he had a child uh, who needed him to so come downstairs. Cool. So
0: yeah. So he needed to do that. I'm going to enter a penalty box in the overtime of this podcast and tell you to go uh, like, rate, follow, subscribe on Apple podcast. Women can't like. Thank
1: you. Yes, please. That would be <laughs> wonderful. Yes. Just a, what's um, a small Christmas gift.
0: Yeah. A tiny one. It's it, it's so fucking easy y'all. Like We've yeah. explained it several times.
1: All like, right. I was, uh, well, I think we'll go ahead and end so we can all uh, be with our families who are probably wondering what the fuck we're doing.
0: Yeah. That's if you guys aren't hearing this, um, my family's downstairs making quite the racket.
1: So yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for yeah. joining. So Women this is Barlet. it for Women Can Barley. Everyone oh. have a safe, fun, happy holiday. Happy holiday. Goodbye.
0: In the words of our favorite band of all time, happy holiday. Goodbye.
1: Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.